Hello, everyone. This is a new segment that we're going to do on the hunger for knowledge. Will does his fast breaks. I'm going to do something called actions speak louder than words. So on today's episode, um, we're going to talk about the fallacy of Trump. And this is going to be a two part thing. First part is going to be about the economy. As he tallies, the economy is the best it's ever been. And we often forget about pre-election Trump said things like the stock market's in a bubble, um, also that the unemployment rate was fake numbers, but yet he rallies behind those same things. Stock market's the greatest it's ever been, but it was in a bubble before he got there. Unemployment rate, oh, it's a fake number, but yet he loves the unemployment rate at 3.7. So I think it's kind of silly that you know, we don't think about these things and remember these things before we talk about the economy. And he's all talk. His actions, which I'll put out here as what's going on, paint a different picture. First thing I want to talk about is the GDP. So the gross domestic product, which has a lot to do with our, has everything to do with our economy. And with the gross domestic product, we see here the eight years under Obama, Obama averaged... 1.59% growth. I'm not an Obama fan. I think every president is the same, just puppets. But in Obama's defense, in 2009, the first year he was president, was a negative 2.5 because we're just coming out of the recession. So you take out that negative 2.5 and you have 2.17 worth of growth. And President Obama had one quarter that was 5.8%. And he had two quarters that were over 4%. Let's compare that to Trump. His GDP average is 2.47%. He's never had anything over 3.5%. Never anything that was as high as 3.5%. So Obama had higher and about the same average. So GDP, gross national domestic product, pretty much the same. And I mean, Bush... 2.2 in his eight years. So, I mean, they're all very similar fractions of a percent we're talking about. Next thing, which is workforce participation rate. So Trump, his highest workforce participation rate was 63.3%. This is the number of people actually working in the U.S. His lowest, 62.7%. Obama, his highest percentage, 65.8. His lowest, 62.4. So let's compare that to 2009. We're coming out of the uh, recession ten, a little over 10 years ago now. The, in 2009, July of 2009, 65.5%. So really, and Obama's 65.8% was close to that July of 2009. So as the years went on in his administration, it fell down to the 62.4% range. So really, these numbers are worse. So in the last 12 years, the workforce participation rate has fallen and flattened out and has not been as good as it was pre-recession. So once again, in my opinion, not not the greatest uh, economy in the world. Just me, though. Let's talk about the repo market. The repo market where the banks are getting billions of dollars a day given to them by the Fed. You know, Trump's talking about the Fed. 
Oh, lower interest rates, lower interest rates. Repo market since September 17th. Now, this was as of um, the 6th of January, this report. But since September 17th to the 6th of January has gotten $6.23 trillion given to them, to the banks. That's $215 billion a day. Notice how Republicans or Democrats are not talking about that. We're talking about the impeachment. We're not talking about the $6.23 trillion put into the banking system. Basically, a little over a third of what our debt is has just been put in the banking system since September 17th of 2019. But you don't hear anybody talking about it. Not Trump, not the Republicans, not the Democrats, nobody talking about it. So what's that tell you? Hmm. Well, we hate Trump. We want to impeach him for for a phone call, blah, blah, blah. But we're not going to talk about the $6 trillion they just put into the banking system. Got to wonder. Another thing that happens is the yield curve inversion, which has to do with the repo market. Because part of the reason they're trying to stop, they're putting this money into the banking system is to stop from the yield curve inverting. So it's inverted twice in in the last year which is usually a precursor always to recession. Actually, it's never happened without there being a recession following a inversion of the yield curve. Now, also, there's been, in 2018, there was 91 uh, companies, Fortune 500 companies that paid no taxes. This is part part of the reason this happened is because, well, all the reason this happened was because Trump's tax cut. It's not like he's the only one that's done this. Most of these companies haven't paid taxes in years during Obama's administration. So when we talk about somebody that Trump, that is for the people, it seems like he's doing an awful lot of things for the corporations. I don't see a whole lot happening for the people. But hey, just me. Like I said, actions speak louder than words. So of these companies, of the 91 companies, some, some you might know, you know, FedEx, no taxes. Starbucks paid no taxes. Amazon paid no taxes. Actually, in 2018, Amazon got a $129 billion refund. Let that sink in. Netflix, no taxes. General Motors, no taxes. Paid your electric bill this month? Guess what? PP&L, no taxes. 2018. Uh, Chevron, no taxes. Delta Airlines, no taxes. Whirlpool, no taxes. You like your Levi jeans? Guess what? They paid no taxes. I'm just saying. So, it seems like we're going down the same path we've been going down for a long time lots of corporations making lots of money and uh donald trump not doing anything about it but he's for the people obviously so another misnomer we talk about uh a lot of people talk about how social welfare so is costly and and blah 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 well corporate welfare costs 50 percent more than social welfare Companies like Nike, Ford, GM, Amazon, Boeing, all accepting corporate welfare. It costs 50% more than social welfare. So every time you see somebody or you hear somebody say, oh, these people want welfare, blah, 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 they're costing us so much money. The reality is nobody's paying attention to corporate welfare, which costs us double what the social welfare costs us. You know, I mean, this is ridiculous. Um, so since the time Obama went into, became president to the time Trump has become pre- till currently, 
there has been an increase from $1.2 trillion to $2.3 trillion every year spent in the government. That's per year spent in the government. So it's not like Obama was, was so much better with the money. No, it was in a steady increase the whole time he was the president. And then the whole time Trump's been in president has been a steady increase. So these are same types, you know, two different administrations, same things going on. Another thing, let's look at store closings. This is mind boggling to me. So store closings, 2019, there was 9,300. Say, huh? Not too bad. Let's compare that to 2018. 5,844 store closings, 2018. That's a 60% jump. That is the highest jump ever in one year. Uh, I don't know where, if you're listening, I don't know where you live, but where I live, things are, I would say, overall are pretty good. We have a lot of I live in Pennsylvania. We have a lot of people moving from New York and New Jersey into this area and it's helping the economy. But I know there's a lot of places that are not doing well. I'm just lucky enough to live in one that is. Also, the other thing, too, is, you know, we don't talk about is the farmers. So the farmers got a $16 billion payout. And you say, well, okay, you know, they're struggling. It's, you know, yay, Trump did this for the farmers. Well, guess who got all those, got most of that money? 54% of it went to just the top one-tenth of farms, with 82 farmers receiving at least $500,000. And many of the recipients actually living in large cities. Smaller family farms, so the people. Worry about the people, not corporations. Smaller family farms, meanwhile, received very little, with the bottom 80% of the farmers getting less than $5,000 each. And farmers of color receive almost nothing. I mean, it's a pattern here. Going on to Twitter and making a statement is not truth. The truth is in the numbers. And the numbers don't lie. The GDP is just average. It's two point, the highest it's been is 3.5. I mean, we can go, I can go on. Every time he says something, you can go and find information about him either when it comes to the economy BSing completely or just making up things. It's absurd. Sick of it. Uh, you know, we got to wake up because, it's, you know, we're heading down a path that's a disaster. So thank you for listening. And hopefully uh, me and Will will be coming back with something very soon. We got a couple th- couple people lined up. Hopefully we can get our schedules all together. And um, I'm going to do another second part of this is going to be uh, the fallacy of Trump and his foreign policy, which is uh, as absurd, if not more absurd, than what we're talking about in the economy. So if you love Donald Trump and you want to continue to be a zombie and follow the cult, hey, good luck to you. But the reality is, unless we all come together and realize this doesn't matter if you're Democrat or Republican, they're allowing $6 trillion, and they're not saying anything. That's our tax money. They're putting in your kids' future tax money. They're putting and giving in, giving to the banks. Giving to the banks. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Oh, the other thing, too, was I forgot about the banks. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the banks. The banks have uh, also profited greatly from his tax cuts. 
They banked $32 billion from his tax cuts last year. So for a guy that's for the people, supposedly, and loves the people, banks, corporations, uh, corporate farmers, they seem to be doing awfully well. Meanwhile, us regular folk, you know, same story, different precedent. Um, Thanks for listening. Um, Like I said, listen to Will's Got Some Fast Breaks coming. We just uploaded a... uh, podcast for the uh for some my my father was at an immigrant um refugee camp in italy uh so maybe or sorry greece so why don't you take a listen to that it's a firsthand um firsthand look at what actually goes on in a refugee camp and maybe and and some of the fallout of our foreign policy so uh, thank you and uh, subscribe hopefully and like if you like this hit the like button um see ya also um the links for all the information where i got all my information will be at the bottom in the description to prove that i'm not just making these things up and you can read for yourselves and make your uh, own come up with your own opinion on this don't just listen to what you're being told Do research. Think about what they're saying. Look around you. You know there's stores closing everywhere. Kmart's closing. Sears are closing. So just open your eyes. Pay attention. Thank you. See ya.